Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about super tools for healing running injuries. Specifically, we're talking about bone stimulators for healing metatarsal fractures. Now, before I get started, I need to tell you a couple of disclaimers here. The first is that Exogen is a registered trademark of BioVentus LLC. The views and opinions expressed herein are entirely mine, Dr. Christopher Segler, and not necessarily those of the makers of the Exogen device or BioVentus LLC. Dr. Christopher Segler has no affiliation with BioVentus LLC whatsoever. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. Now, I spend a lot of time talking to runners who have metatarsal stress fractures. Now, let's face it, they're common. And a metatarsal stress fracture may be one of the most disruptive injuries to you as a runner that you could possibly encounter. And the reason that metatarsal stress fractures are so worrisome to you is that most doctors will tell you it takes six weeks for bone to heal. Now, whether or not that's actually true is an entirely different episode. But any way you cut it, when you hear you have a stress fracture in your foot, a broken metatarsal bone, or even if your doctor just describes it as a broken foot, it sounds bad and it seems like it should take a long time to heal. Now, I was recently in Reykjavik, Iceland, and I was given a lecture on stress fracture healing strategies in runners. All the people in the audience were physicians, and the main point of that lecture was to help doctors understand not everybody needs six weeks to heal a metatarsal stress fracture, and every single patient has the potential to significantly accelerate the healing process depending upon a number of different factors. Now, what you do, you know, what you eat, um, how much you sleep, what you're doing to activate the recovery process, those things can all influence the rate of healing when you have a stress fracture. And if you think about it, it just makes sense. Now, one of the super tools I recommend doctors consider for their patients is something called a bone stimulator. And in this episode, I'm going to try to help you understand how a bone stimulator might help if you get a metatarsal fracture. So the first thing is, of course, what is a bone stimulator? So I'm gonna to try to explain that. And just as the name implies, a bone stimulator is a medical device that is supposed to increase bone healing by somehow stimulating the bone healing process. Well, basically, there are two different types of bone stimulators. One type of bone stimulator uses ultrasound. The other um, type of bone stimulator is one that uses a pulsed electromagnetic fields. And the difference between those devices can, you know, it doesn't really matter the details so much, but you know, you have to understand that sometimes one of those devices might be better in one situation versus another, depending upon what type of fracture has occurred. Uh, sometimes also matter, matters whether or not you had surgery. Um, for example, if you had surgery to reconstruct a broken ankle and you have a bunch of gigantic metal plates in your ankle, one type of bone stimulator may be better for you in your particular case, but your doctor has to consider all that and then decide which specific type of bone stimulator is better for you. Uh, since we're talking specifically here about metatarsal fractures and those types of fractures in the foot that generally happen as a consequence of overtraining, uh, we're gonna talk specifically about the ultrasound version of bone stimulators, which is the exogen bone stimulator, and it's the one I prescribe for runners the most. But before I continue, I want you to understand that every single time I lecture at a medical conference, I have to disclose any kind of financial interest. In fact, I have to have a disclosure page as the first slide in the talk. And sometimes I get paid to speak at conferences. Sometimes companies will sponsor the lectures that I give at medical conferences. But I have absolutely 
no conflict of interest when it comes to the Exogen Bone Stimulator. I don't own any stock in the company. I've never gotten a free bone stimulator from the company that makes it, and I have never actually even met the representatives who dispense them to my patients here in California or anywhere else. Many years ago, the local representative from the company tried to reach me a number of times and she wanted to meet with me and I always declined. And at one point I was again turning her down for a face-to-face -face meeting and she seemed to get a little irritated. And we were actually talking on the phone when this happened and I just said, look, I have no doubt that you're a very nice person. I'm sure you're lovely. I'm sure it would really be fun to have lunch with you and talk about whatever new developments or new research you think might be helpful to me. But the truth is I don't need any additional education. I like to stay on top of the new research and I think I understand your devices. So uh, the only thing I need from you is an assurance that you're gonna be nice to the patients I see, that you're gonna take them a bone stimulator as quickly as possible and show them how to use it when they need it. And if you do that, I think we'll have a great working relationship. Just don't be offended if I won't let you buy me coffee. Now, incredibly, about 10 years after that, a new representative took over her position and he called me and he wanted to arrange a meeting. And I kind of sighed and I just said, look, I don't meet any reps at all. And then he started saying, you know, I said, I, you know, I don't want you to be offended. And he cut me off and he said, oh yeah, the, the previous rep actually told me about you. And he said, don't worry, doc, I'll leave you alone. And I'll take care of your patients. So true to his word, um, he has continued to provide great service and he's quickly been getting bone stimulators to every healing runner who need one when I order one. So um, so that's the thing. First of all, you have to understand I never even met the reps. They didn't give me any coffee. They don't buy me any trips. They don't pay me. I don't get a dollar if you get one. So I'm not promoting this device because I sell it. I don't get paid any kind of commission. And there's no sort of affiliate program. And no joke, I will not even get a cup of coffee out of it. So this isn't about what's in it for me. It's really about what's in it for you as a runner when you get one of these fractures and you're trying to figure out how to heal faster. So a bone stimulator you know, is something that you might want to think about if you have a metatarsal fracture and you want to heal quickly. The reason this episode is so important to you is that not all doctors will even bring it up. And there's several reasons your doc might not recommend a bone stimulator, and we're going to talk about that later. But before we get into all that, let's talk about how a bone stimulator actually works. This is the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. What you'll get from Dr. Segler, in my experience, is expert runner and medical care that's individualized for your needs. I left with actionable steps to recover from my injury. Dr. Segler is different, and I felt heard, didn't feel patronized, and I felt like he prioritized getting me back to running as soon as possible as much as I did. I just couldn't see sitting around for six weeks knowing my hard-earned fitness would vanish. I know Dr. Segler is an expert, and I wanted to see him in person. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You know, I have an appointment with Dr. Seglin, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than a typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. 
Welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. Now, the science behind these devices is really fascinating, but in an effort to keep you from falling asleep, you know, we're just gonna keep the explanations really simple here. So the Exogen Bone Stimulator, it's, it uses low intensity pulsed ultrasound waves to stimulate your body's natural bone healing process. So it's not magic, it just makes your body work a little better. The ultrasound waves stimulate cells in your body to differentiate into the cells that we call osteoblasts, which are the actual cells that begin the formation of new bone when it has to heal. So basically, during a 20-minute treatment session with the bone stimulator, you get ultrasound waves penetrating through the skin and soft tissues of the foot to the fracture site in the bone. And what happens then is that those ultrasound waves actually activate cell receptors called integrins and consequently that increases the upregulation of genes and expression of proteins and growth factors that are all critical to bone healing. Now, Obviously, if you're a runner with a broken bone, it sounds like that might be helpful, right? So now just to back up for a second, let's talk about the four phases of bone healing. What really happens when you break a bone? So when you're out for a long run, you run too much, whatever, you crack the bone, you get a stress fracture, you break it, whatever, you get the first phase of healing, that's inflammation. And inflammation is kind of like a dirty word among athletes these days, but it's essential. The inflammatory phase is the very first phase of all tissue healing. Now, inflammation is what starts the healing process in bones too. When you crack a bone, it bleeds. You don't really see that bleeding happen, but you do see a bruise, and that bruise is just evidence that you fractured a bone in a way that actually ripped some of the blood vessels apart. And because those blood vessels got ripped apart, you get bleeding under the skin that you see as a bruise. Now, during that initial injury to the bone, when the bone cracked, you damaged some blood vessels that nourished the bone. You obviously have to repair those, right? I mean, it has to heal, and you need to get those blood vessels repaired. When you use the ultrasound bone stimulator during the inflammatory phase of bone healing, during that first phase of wound healing, the ultrasound signal actually increases cell division among the periosteal cells or the cells that actually cover the outer surface of the bone, and that can trigger the formation of new blood vessels within the healing bone. And then you have phase two, which is where you, you know, get like a little bit of uh, bleeding, you get a crack between the bone, and then you get soft callus phase of healing in the bone. So, after you crack the bone and the bone bleeds, you get a blood clot between the ends of the bones where the fracture happened. That blood clot starts to solidify and it turns into kind of like this plastic material that we refer to as soft callus. But the soft callus, it's sort of like rubber cement. You know, it holds things together, but it's not really structurally stable. And to turn the bone into something that has structural integrity that you could run on and push off with your foot and not crack it again, well, it needs some reinforcing strands of something in there to make it stronger. And doctors refer to that as extracellular matrix, but that further stabilizes the soft callus. When you use an ultrasound bone stimulator on the bone when the soft callus is forming, the ultrasound treatment actually enhances um, this thing called transforming growth factor beta, which causes your body's stem cells to differentiate into the cells we call chondrocytes. And chondrocytes are the cells that actually lay down that reinforcing extracellular matrix within the soft callus, making it more supportive. And then you have phase three, which is the hard callus phase. So once the soft callus advances and it starts to become more stable, it gets new blood vessels growing into it, there's strands of collagen helping to reinforce it, and the healing fracture site then has to turn into hard bone. And that's when you get the stage of hard callus formation. Now hard callus is just what it sounds like. It's where the soft callus turns hard. You get deposition of minerals like calcium in the soft callus where the bone's healing. And this is the phase you probably think about when you're looking for 
healing on an x-ray. You know, you want some evidence that the bone's healing across the fracture site. We can't see that change on an x-ray until you make it to the hard callus stage because you only see the, the hard mineralized bone on an x-ray. And when you use an exogen bone stimulator, uh, it actually increases the rate of bone deposition that we refer to, doctors refer to as ossification and mineralization. And that's where the calcium gets deposited in the bone and it turns hard and white. So that's the third phase. After that's phase four, which is bone remodeling. So the bone that has turned into the hard callus, you basically have what appears to be a strong stable bone with a kind of a lump in it where the tubular bone has a lump because that lump is disorganized bone where it's been healing. And the remodeling process is where these little cells called osteoclasts, they basically eat little channels through the uh, bone and then osteoblast cells actually come in and rebuild and replace the bone with these little sort of parallel channels and bars of bone that are structurally stable and much, much stronger. When you use an ultrasound bone stimulator during that remodeling phase, the ultrasound treatment results in faster remodeling of the hard mineralized bone callus, so it becomes a lot stronger. So the question in your mind right now might be, why hasn't my doctor given me a bone stimulator so I can get the bone healed and then get back to running faster? To help you understand that, I'm gonna tell you a story that actually happened to me with a patient who wanted a bone stimulator and couldn't get it from her doctor. So one day I got a call from this woman. She was, having, she was a runner, but she had had a fracture. It was a metatarsal fracture. She's had a lot of difficulty with healing. The, the metatarsal fracture was just not getting better. And she called to see if I would look at her foot and give her a second opinion. She was a runner, but she wasn't running anymore. Her foot was broken and it was not getting better. She'd been in a fractured walking boot for a couple of months and the bone still wasn't healing, so they put her on crutches as well. Now, without giving you all the details, I'll just tell you that I recommended she get a bone stimulator. I said, you know, you need a bone stimulator that's gonna help you heal faster and I would definitely do that. The only problem was that this particular patient belonged to an HMO. And HMO just stands for Health Maintenance Organization. And HMOs aren't bad, but basically what that means is that you agree to, usually you agree to get lower cost insurance, but the HMO then has you in a pool of doctors that they have hired to, to really help them manage cost. And, and sometimes that means that, you know, the doctor decides you may get something or you won't get something based on what their policies are. Um, and they're not trying to deny you care. They're not trying to act, you know, get rid of your access to medical treatment or anything like that. But the HMO may only be able to prescribe certain devices or certain medications when it seems like it's a really desperate case and you really, really need it. In this case, the patient had not been diagnosed with a non-union, which is where the bone completely stops healing. And in that particular HMO, they're only allowed to give out bone stimulators when a patient gets to the stage of complete cessation of healing of a non-union of the bone or a severe delayed union where it's been months and it's not healing. So this patient ended up emailing her doctor to see if he would prescribe a bone stimulator. And he said he wouldn't. He said it's not appropriate for you. And so she got really upset. Now I explained to her that she had to follow the rules of the HMO and consequently those that her doctor has working within the HMO, you know, but I said, it's not really a big deal. I can just prescribe the bone stimulator for you, but you're going to have to pay for it. And she did. And it helped. Now, a few months later, I was actually speaking at a medical conference and that doctor, that guy approached me and I actually know him. We were classmates in medical school. He came up to me and said, hey, Chris, will you please stop telling my patients they need bone stimulators? And I just said, look, I realize you have certain constraints and rules you have to work within. Fortunately for me, I don't accept insurance, so I don't have to worry about all those silly rules. He then said, you know, Chris, there's no published clinical trials showing that bone stimulators are indicated in acute metatarsal stress fractures. 
And uh, I replied, I said, yeah, you know, I'm aware of that. Um, but I said, you know what I want you to do? I want you to look me in the eye and I want you to tell me that if your sister or your wife were a runner and she got a stress fracture, that you wouldn't think about recommending a bone stimulator for her. He said, well, that's not the point. I said, oh, yes, it is. That's exactly the point. So, you know, my sister is a, um, she's a nurse and I can tell you, she's a runner too. And um, I can tell you without hesitation, that if my sister got a metatarsal stress fracture while training for a marathon or an Ironman triathlon, I would get a bone stimulator for her. I would call the representative, I would get a bone stimulator for my sister and I would pay for it myself. So, you know, in the metatarsal stress fracture course for runners, I have a particular set of lessons that actually explains the exact placement of the bone stimulator um, on the foot, how long you should use it during each session, all that kind of stuff. And I explain to you how many sessions per day might be optimal given different circumstances. Now, of course, we also talk about all kinds of other strategies that have the potential to help further accelerate the healing process. But the only reason I'm not explaining it here is that the company that makes the Exogen Bone Stimulator is a very reputable company, and I'm not affiliated with them. Now, they got FDA approval for the bone stimulator for very specific types of fractures, and they have to do research to prove that it works, and they have. The simple fact, though, is that they cannot recommend or claim a bone stimulator will help every kind of fracture in every situation. They have to stick to the rules of, regarding FDA approval. If a doctor recommends and prescribes a bone stimulator for a particular kind of fracture that has not been given specific FDA clearance for that particular type of fracture, then we call it off-label use. It doesn't mean your doctor can't do it. It just means the FDA has not approved it for that particular situation. So in an effort to keep things simple and protect the reputation of the company making this fantastic device, I'm not going to explain to you exactly how to do that treatment here. If you want to know all the details, you can get it in the metatarsal stress fracture course. Now, the bottom line is that you have to understand there are always additional strategies, additional tools, and other approaches that may help speed up the healing of your metatarsal stress fracture so you can get back to running sooner. Don't ever forget that your job as a patient is to extract the expertise from your doctor, right? Just because your doctor didn't tell you about a bone stimulator doesn't mean she can't access one for you. And just because your doctor didn't bring it up doesn't mean she can't prescribe one for you. So you have to think about that, right? So the doctors are busy, they're trying to help you and you know they may not really think about it and they may not think about it if they think you're not gonna wanna pay for it. So most doctors, again, they're really busy but they really do want you to get better. So if you can just stop them and ask about these other tools to help you heal faster, you might find yourself out on the trail and running a whole lot sooner. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.